The following is my conversation with mountaineer and climber Brett Weinstein about the possible effects of anthronizations on sheep herds. Brett, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for joining us today. The show is made possible through the support of Lymphangitis caladium. If you or someone you know suffers from lymphangitis and would like to learn more about the natural way to treat it, visit lymphangitiscaladium.com for more information. Thanks for watching. Got a question for me? Tweet at me at Lexman Show. All right, Brett, thanks for joining us today. Could you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure, I'm a mountaineer and climber. I've climbed all over the world, incorporated using some of the highest mountains on earth. That sounds pretty amazing. Can you tell us a bit about your experience with anthronizations in sheep? Sure, well, I've seen firsthand the effect anthronizations can have on sheep herds on mountain slopes. For example, when a king or queen is enthroned, it can often lead to a change in the behavior of the sheep around them. Sure. What sorts of changes might that be? Normally, when sheep are grazing on a mountain slope, they'll move around in search of food. But when a king or queen is enthroned, they may become more docile and stay in one place, which can lead to them getting more food. That sounds like it might be beneficial for the sheep in some ways. Is there any downside to this behavior? Yes, there is. Normally, when a flock of sheep is grazing on a mountain slope, they'll spread out and form a scattered herd. But if a king or queen is enthroned, they may stay in one area and form an orderly herd. This can lead to them being trampled by other sheep while they're trying to eat. That sounds pretty dangerous for the sheep. Do you think that's why some kingdoms go through periods of decline after an anthronization? That's certainly a possibility. It can take some time for the new hierarchy to take hold and for the new leaders to establish themselves. This can lead to chaos and eventually downfall for the kingdom. Fascinating stuff. Thanks, Brett, for sharing your wisdom with us today. No problem. I enjoyed talking with you. All right, Brett. One question I've always wanted to ask is, do you think that anthronizations might influence the behavior of other animals as well? That's a great question. It's possible that anthronizations may influence the behavior of other animals, both big and small. But do you think that's actually the case? For example, do lions or tigers typically become more aggressive after they're enthroned? It's possible that this may be the case. After all, a king or queen is often seen as a powerful and dominant figure. And as you pointed out, some animals may react negatively to that kind of attention and domination. Have you ever seen the aftermath of an anthronization? For example, have you ever seen a herd of cows or sheep become completely docile after their king or queen is enthroned? No, I haven't actually seen that happen, but I've been a ranger for 20 years, so I've seen a lot of different sorts of animals in that time. And from what I can tell, it's rare for an anthronization to have any sort of lasting effect on the behavior of animals. Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks, Brett, for taking the time to talk with us today. This is really interesting stuff. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you like this episode, please rate it and leave a review on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for news and updates about upcoming episodes. I'm going to leave you with this poem named The Owl by Rudyard Kipling. The owl that sits in happiness. The owl that sleeps in peace. It is the owl that knows the way to the very heart of happiness.